Welcome to Off the Coast Podcast, unedited, candid comments with Tody Street, Jace Reeves and Sam Wallace. This week's guest off the coast is Lincoln Lewis. From Home and Away. The ultimate dreamboat. Hello, mate. I'm glad that 50 bucks I gave you before that worked out <laughs> really well. <laughs> Here's the thing with you right now. You've been on some TV shows like we're talking Home and Away, obviously, uh, Lego Masters, Dancing with the Stars, Getaway, which now has a new home. But one of the headlines I saw about you, Lincoln, is he eats his way around Oahu. <laughs> How did you get this tough gig? That, that, was a, that was a hard one, yeah. So basically, yeah, we went to Hawaii with Getaway and I was there for, about I think, about nine days. And it's one of those things where I was just kind of like, when they said, do you want to go to Hawaii? It's like, oh. No. no. Look, yeah, yeah. Go, oh, am yeah. I doing anything on that day? And then, yeah, like, but we went to one place that will always stick out in my mind. We went to, to the North Shore and you wouldn't really pick it unless, you know, when you get that local knowledge, right? Someone tells you, all right, this is a place to go. When the locals like it, you know, you're on the right track. Yeah. And it was a couple of these food vans. And like I said, near the North Shore. And we found out it was a, the the Mexican sort of uh, the Mexican food van that Kelly Slater will use if he's ever sort of hosting right. something at his place. And it was yeah, I think it was called Puppies Tacos. And we, and I just every day I was like, are we going towards the North Shore? Like, <laughs> what are we doing? I need to write that down. I know yeah. what's yeah. And I we just went there any chance that we could. But I tell you what, like you know, whether we were on Waikiki Beach or then w- whether we were going anywhere around Hawaii, it's just the food was incredible. Mm. But what I do love is you know you get that mix of sort of the touristy food, but you get that traditional cultural food. And there was one place we went to, and a guy had continued it, uh, the restaurant on from his grandma who started it. So it'd been open for well over fifty years. And he still used the exact same traditional recipe wow. that his grandma used. Wow. And it was a lot of Hawaiian culture food. Yeah. And that's what you want. You know, when you go to somewhere, you go, okay, what what can I experience that I'm not going to get totally. anywhere else in any other restaurant? And so we, when I just got back from Hong Kong and, uh, and and we experienced the same thing there. You know, it's, it's a real, obviously a big culture change. But when you see the locals lining up outside of just a little hole in the wall, and you go, okay, we're on the road. You know, yeah, it's you know exactly. I need to ask this question before Sam does yep. because I know he's looking at you like he's going to all these places, but you're eating a lot. Yeah. And, and he, he's really <laughs> on a crusade with his rig at the moment to stay in shape. So in between all this getaway, I'm guessing you get your shirt off a bit. How do you stay in shape yes, when you're it, eating everything? That's the thing. Like, you know what? Being on the road, it is hard, isn't it? Yeah, like, it is. Because you need the, the food to sort of keep you going just because you're going from location to location. That and I think a big part of travelling is, is the food and the culture and everything like that. So you kind of have to indulge otherwise you look like an idiot totally yeah. yeah and then they're like let's go for another shot but we're going to go from another angle can you just take a bite of that beautiful cheesecake again you're like oh okay <laughs> and yeah so it can be quite hard hey so um i think it's one of those things where especially in um in hong kong that was a real that was a real test for me because i've been trying to get in shape as well like last year i really overindulged and um you know sometimes if, if work can not be as busy as you'd like it to be you're doing a bit of comfort eating or whatever it may be oh, i so. must say you look terrible today yeah, you look awful. <laughs> I, mean, I don't terrible. know what's happened when yeah. you've got a face like that it doesn't really matter what's happening under the shirt walk, i'm sitting next to some kind of human god oh, <laughs> so what did you do to get to, to get over the hong kong trip uh so basically you know what? I, I can't sort of, um, I can't praise enough when you're doing uh, group fitness classes. That's what I, I you know, because I'd usually be just someone to go to the gym and go by myself, put the, put the ear pods in. And, and I find myself looking at my phone or, <clears throat> excuse me, like I, I would be just be focusing on whatever else more than I'd be focused on uh, working out or, you know, or even just sort of not pushing yourself. 
But when you're doing those group classes and everyone's vibing and everyone keeps you accountable, I think that's that main thing. And also, you know, it's a, it's a good way to sort of start your day and, and you feel good. So, I mean, that's kind of what I do. And whenever you're on set, you know, whether you're traveling, whether I'm on set or whatever, you're just, you're comfort eating or you're eating just some of that stuff to keep the energy going. And, and you don't really think about it too much. So you really have to put that discipline you really have to, sorry, if I could talk English, that'd be great. Um, you really have to keep yourself disciplined. But so, it must be hard for you doing those group fitness classes because people know who you are. I mean, not only are you a TV star, but your dad's Wally Lewis, you know, the, the king. <laughs> so people know who you are, especially when you're doing physical stuff. Like, come on, Wally would have done it with a moustache. Come on, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know, it, it is, it's, it's funny, like, over the years. I mean, it's something I don't know any different. So it's one of those things where you kind of, like, I, 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 I enjoy the banter. Let's put it like that. You know, if, yeah. if you can't have a laugh and if you can't sort of, you know, enjoy throwing a bit of a bit of crap on each other, well, what are we doing here? Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? So I, I actually prefer someone to throw some some crap at me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, so when we're coming to all that kind of stuff, especially these days, when you look at the football, just to take it back to what you were just saying, you know, about the sport and everything like that. Uh, when you see how they played back in the 70s and the 80s and even the early 90s, they were tough. I mean, they're still tough now, but yes. it was a completely different way. <laughs> yeah. It's a different so, tough. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, um, so when you're talking about training, it's like, uh, how would they have done it back then? It's like, oh, I think, yeah, you're right. It was a lot It was a lot rougher back then. So it's, it's good to take that motivation. <laughs> but then it's saying that you could find bigger drumsticks at KFC than my legs. So <laughs> these little chicken legs you're are skip, struggling. You're skipping league day, I get so, it. <laughs> you're, at, you're at the pub and, boy, you've seen some places in your travels. So someone asked you, and it's probably me, of all the places you've been, what is the one place that has the greatest memory? What would you like to return to? What's your favourite place? You know what? Okay, look, I'm, I'm a Queensland boy through and through. Um, and I remember saying this to mum, my favourite place in the world is always Queensland. But if I could choose a place outside of Queensland to live, my two favourite places in the entire world are Western Australia and New Zealand. And I'm not just saying that because I'm here. I, I genuinely, any chance I get to come back here or to WA, they're my favourite spots in the entire world. And so I've, I've had a chance, you know, when we come over here, we were just having a quick chat um, before we started about um, doing some GoPro footage over here and, and, you know, being to both South and North Island. My first time here was actually we were doing Tomorrow in the War Began um, film premiere and uh, my good friend Kim Crossman took me onto the Shortland Street set and that was that was really cool. Ah, but, but I, um, you'd go well on shorties. I tried to get a little walk on. Like I just said, while I was there for the day, I just tried to cruise on for the day, just even as an extra or something like that. Um, but look, well, you I, didn't get it. Everyone gets on Shortland Street. I, I, I think we happen? had such a tight schedule. How and did I was, he not I was get trying the to lead? Do, you know, <laughs> Chris Warner, move, move over, I reckon. <laughs> I tried to fight a few people that day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's the favourite and longest running uh, travel oh, show in New Zealand. Oh, oh, oh sorry, Karen. Oh, no, I was, I was just about to say, look, I... I um, I love I love Queenstown, but we did this trip and going through things like Hokitika Gorge and and we did the the Franz Joseph Glacier, like when they drop you off in a helicopter and then you you trek through the glacier and then yeah. we actually did a skydive later on that afternoon. This was one of my favorite days of my entire life. We woke up and we did the kayaking uh, through the through the big the lake um, oh. and you see the the glacier in the back. It's just glass, right? Yeah, right. So we did that for a few hours. Then we jumped on the helicopters, went up to the glacier and spent a little bit there. But then because a storm was starting to roll in. They said, we got to get you off the mountain. And we were there for a couple of hours anyway. And then they said, oh, look, we got a bit of time in the afternoon. Do you want to go for a skydive? And we were like, oh, okay. And it was the 19,000 feet skydive. And I got to say, that's what, like I said, it's one of my favorite days that I will always cherish. And so I think that is a memory that sticks with me. And also uh, in Western Australia, um, I just come back from a trip there going through the Kimberley and stuff like that. But swimming with the whale sharks in Exmouth, I think is something that you can't even describe. 
like you can't even articulate the feeling that you get when you're in the water, the open water, and you see a big 10 meter whale shark. They're just beautiful, big, majestic creatures that are just gliding by you. And even though you're with them for a couple of hours, you know, 10 minutes with that one or 20 minutes swimming alongside that one, you're just a little blip in time for their life. Mm. But it's a feeling that will last with you for the, your entire life. Some say, some say, uh, said that we were swimming with a couple of whales up in Hawaii. Was it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the sad thing is they tried to roll me back in. <laughs> it was awful. Anyway, your favourite and longest running uh, travel show in Australia now has a new home at nzherald.co.nz. It's getaway with the brilliant Lincoln Lewis. Thank you, mate. Always good to see you. It's so good to see you. Thanks for having me Tony today. Tony Jason Sam's Feel Good Off The Coast podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, click to share with family or friends. Catch more from Tony Street, Jace Reeves and Sam Wallace. Listen 5 till 9 weekday mornings on Coast FM or check out Off The Coast podcast right here.